Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Hello, everybody. It's time for Wrestling with I can't even say it right. Wrestling with Willie's podcast. Uh, today, it's me and Jeremy again doing double duty it seems like that's mainly how it's been going for the past couple of weeks or whatever but uh well it's been a while yeah yeah it's been me and you yep so we're talking about survivor series uh 2020 edition and by far i don't know what it is every time like i I don't know what's going on with the podcast or in wwe pay-per-views but survivor series is probably one of my favorite ones it's like that and Royal Rumble, or it's like, and then of course WrestleMania. It's like those are the main ones that, like, <clears throat> most of the time with Survivor Series, even though that it's now it's kind of like bragging rights with SmackDown versus Raw a lot of the time, but still, it's like fucking. I would much rather have it be like that where you get Survivor Series matches rather than nothing at all, like doing a Survivor Series match and then it's like regular matches throughout the whole thing. Hmm. So yeah, uh I guess I'll mention the uh, intergender battle royal thing, the Miz one, yay, whatever. Like didn't do anything I don't think that really went towards because they didn't highlight it like they did last year where it was like, hey, Raw beat SmackDown on practically everything. Was that on the uh kickoff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, whatever, I'll mention it. <laughs> but uh, probably the second best match, uh, I don't know. Actually, most of these matches were pretty solid. But the first one was the team uh, Raw going against Team SmackDown for the men's side. And pretty much they demolished SmackDown. It, and it looks like they're trying to get Seth Rollins out for like a certain amount of time. So... He's like, he. Yeah, that was the only odd thing to me was that part. Yeah. (laughs) Of the. uh, I mean, it made sense why Raw beat him then, you know, because Seth Rollins is one of the main guys that they have. So, of course, they would probably think that he would do like one of the better. It's like if him or Roman Reigns, right? They had them in the team. They would be like, oh, yeah, this is a shoe-in. And then he came out and was like, for the greater good. And then he gets kicked in the face. <sighs> well, yeah, but I, uh, I I understand him being out, you know, but uh, I don't think it had to, anything really to do with the uh, fact that he's going to be gone for a yeah. while. It just didn't, 
And I guess we'll find out on SmackDown on Friday. Yeah. It just seemed it, kind of a weird thing for him to do. Yeah. How it's for the greater good. How's the greater good him being? Maybe him he's saying kinda... the link Raw is better. So he's like, oh, for the greater good. I don't know. It's kind of fucking dumb. But uh, anyway, it still made sense why they, uh, they I'm like, I didn't think that they were going to demolish them, but like, it made sense why they like did what they did. How they uh, what's it called? It, knowing that they beat and did a clean sweep, I would have thought that they would have like had a little bit more, like one or two of the guys would have went out. But knowing that they completely demolished the SmackDown team, I was surprised with that. Definitely, but uh, I'm trying to think of which one was the next one. Was it uh, what's it called? Was it the Oscar versus Sasha Banks match? No, it wasn't. It was the New Day versus SmackDown. Uh, the Street Profits, I think, right? Or was it Bob? Actually, I think it was Bobby Lashley versus Sam. Oh, whatever. Anyway, we'll just start. the first match was the Men's Survivor yeah, Series I match. That. And I then, thought, like, then the next one was the tag team chance for New Day and Street Profits. I mean, of course, I'm looking at the result on like the card, so it doesn't really exactly show like which one was after each other. And it sometimes whenever I'm watching these pay-per-views, it kind of like, it, it kind of blurs together. Like at least with uh, the AEW one, it kind of stands out. So you're like, you remember which one, like where everything was, but like uh, with WWE pay-per-views, it's like, Oh yeah, these were cool. But then I forget which one happened first and which one happened. You know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah, this one Order. was one of the best. Uh... Definitely, by far, it was my favorite match of the night, though. The the tag team match was definitely the best one. <laughs> Mostly because I was surprised that fucking Xavier War- Woods and Kofi, like, put over the Street Profits, like, huge. Like, they, uh, they even had them lose. I was surprised with that. I don't think anybody expected that the Street Profits would win the match. Oh, I know we talked about that. You, I know you didn't really expect it, but yeah, um, I, I think that's probably why they did it in the first place too. It's probably because it's not like the new day needed and really needed the win anyway. So they were just like, yeah, let's just help them out. Especially fucking Dawkins with that fucking neckbreaker. It was kind of like a pedigree where he lifted him up like that, and then he turned it into a neckbreaker, which I thought was tight. I mean, the only thing that I, I've seen somebody do that for... I liked the finisher that they used. Oh, yeah. The, when the, Montez Ford did the The Doomsday Blockbuster yeah. thing. Yeah. I thought that was cool. But, like, uh, what's it called? The only thing with the neckbreaker move that he did kind of reminded me of uh, Will Ospreay's Stormbreaker. Because it's okay. essentially the same thing. Just the Stormbreaker, he pulls them up like... He puts them on his... Uh, shoulder, right? Like he has them above him, and then he flips them around and then does like a DDT or a neckbreaker type thing. That's the only mm-hmm. thing that I've seen that's co- uh, come close to that. But still, it's cool anyway. But by far the best match of the card, I think. And then the well, second best was probably Oscar versus uh, Sasha Banks, though. 
Most, uh, mostly because I think it was Bob. I can't remember if it was Oscar and Sasha Banks or if it was uh, Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn next. The next one was the Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Oh, okay, match. yeah, which I thought was hilarious with Sami Zayn though. <laughs> Knowing that, Sammy yeah, I know you talked about that when we were watching it. Was the fact that um, the way he's doing the gimmick, especially with the the his talking, you know, his yeah. promos and stuff that. You know, and he kind of did it during this match with the, you know, talking about wasn't only for the U.S. at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was funny how he was saying it was like the Intercontinental was like the champ, uh, like champ of the world rather than just the United States. And I thought that was pretty funny. And yeah, even like how he like acted like MVV tripped him. And all that, like, oh yeah, and, and then uh, <laughs> it was just all the stuff that he was trying to get away with. Like, I still think and it the, ended the way that, yeah, like ended the way that it should have. But like, I was surprised knowing that uh, what's it called? They had the hurt business out there the whole damn time. Oh yeah, that's the part that it kind of doesn't make sense the way they do things. Sometimes it's like certain matches. People can't be out there, but then certain ones, it's like a four-on-one handicap match, basically. And what really governed that was Sami Zayn. It's like really, he needs, yeah, you know, they, they need all four of them out there. Yeah, exactly. And like, at they really, they, they only needed one. Really, involved, right? They need somebody to. to at least they didn't. Well, they really only needed somebody to block the the entrance way, right? Yeah, I mean, because Sami Zayn would try to leave or whatever, but. Yeah, I think that's but, what they were trying to show. Like in that was that he he was gonna try to escape if he could, but also at the same time. But from that standpoint, like, like I thought that the whole like point of the match was to prove that he was better than Bobby Lashley. Well, that yeah, that's what just, I was getting at. That really didn't do that. And then, you know, like Bobby Lashley to me doesn't need anybody's help. And, yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes him look weak. weak. Yeah, um, and that's why this one I didn't really care for the match specifically. I think Sami Zayn's uh, work right now is pretty good, the way they've got him doing stuff. But as far as the match, I didn't really. And I'm not, you know, a crazy huge fan of like any of these guys in the hurt business. Honestly, I'm not a huge and fan Cedric's of. Cedric's my Bob favorite, Hurt. really. Yeah. I mean, like. Like, uh, pretty much, uh, Bobby Lashley was what, or at one point, Austin Aries was when he left WWE, because Austin Aries, once he left, he was doing, like, all the independent dates and stuff like that, and then he was getting belts everywhere that he went. Mm -hmm. So, like, all the places that he went to, like, Impact and wherever, he was bringing those title belts there, which, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that, in the long run, he should have probably like CM Punk should have done that when he left during the Money in the Bank match thing. He should have left and did shit like that, where he went out and like defended it everywhere. It would have made the most sense for his character. But of course, Vince McMahon won't ever do something like that. But uh, when Bobby Lashley was in TNA, that's pretty much what he was doing. He was getting like all the titles. I think at one point he had all the titles too, 
Like, because they had the King of the Mountain belt, they had the TNA belt, he had the tag belts, and then a third, I, I think there was another one where it's like their TV belt or something. I thought that was the King of the Mountain one, but then they changed it to something else at one point. But he had all of them at the same time, and I think he had both the tag belts by himself, too. Who did? Bobby Lashley, I think. When in ring and when he was in TNA or TNA, okay. I, because I know at one point he had all the belts, but I don't remember it's, if he it, had it, it by himself for the tag belts or not. See, like that's where I'm kind of surprised they're not taking him. Like the U.S. Yeah. it's like what? That's what I'm saying. Like why? Uh, you would have thought that it would have made total sense because he he reminds me more of like the way they could go with Brock, right? Yeah. Because um, or the way they did with Brock, except Brock's not there anymore. But Bobby Lashley actually works more. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you would think that, you know, that he could be the Brock replacement or Brock, you know, Brock two point Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. It's like because he pretty much has like, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before too. But like, he has correlations between. That's why I'm surprised when Brock was there that they never did a Bobby Lashley versus Brock match. It didn't make sense because especially now, like where both of their stuff correlates between each other. Like they did. I don't think they really mentioned Bobby Lashley's uh, like MMA career, mostly because it was in uh, lesser known things. It wasn't like UFC. But, like, he had a good record. I forgot how much. I think he had at least, like, five or six wins at least. But uh, he had a decent record. I don't think he really lost. He might have lost, like, one or two matches maybe. But uh, he had a good record. So, really, if they wanted to, they could have done that anyway. So, like, that's the one thing that I didn't understand was why they didn't do that match between them both. Uh, I'm trying to look up his MMA career now. (laughs) Well, just the fact that he had one. I mean, you know, like like I was saying before, you know, you've got Brock that had one. and, And I would say, you know, I know Brock won the title and he was in UFC and and Lashley was at Bella. He was in Bellator, right? Uh, I think so. It was something like that. But um, uh, I'm trying to look it up. You know, uh, I know. Oh, American Fight League. That's what it was. Wait, I'm trying to look up his record right now. But that was the main one that he did for. Uh, which I don't know exactly who does American Fight League. I don't think he lost. Oh, Josh Barnett was his trainer too. Oh shit, he had a total of 15 wins, six by knockout, six by submission. Three by decision and two losses, and that's the, even a better record than uh, Brock had. Yeah, I think the only difference is is that Brock did it on, in the UFC. Really, <clears throat> I didn't realize that Bobby made... Lashley was forty four years old. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. <clears throat> but I mean, that's what I'm saying is like missed opportunities, man. And like I, I like the hurt business, right? And especially. The, uh, I don't care for them doing the retribution shit, but like, uh, especially if they keep oh, getting more members. Like, that's where I remember him being. Lastly, was uh, Strike Force at one point. 
and then he went no, that makes more, a more sense too yeah, but, but uh all over the place yeah like but yeah they, and they could do so much more between 2014 and 2018 so i was i was right yeah so i'm not so uh that and that's what i'm saying they could have done that if they wanted to i just don't know like why not unless uh, you know like how brock was able to politic and shit so he probably just didn't want to work with him or something i don't know but uh, and then it was Oscar versus uh, Sasha Banks, right? Yeah, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, and that was my and, favorite. I think that was my favorite match. Yeah, I uh, mean, like that's the main thing. Both of these guys are or girls, I should say, are very solid in the ring all the time. Well, uh, there's barely any times that I've seen like an, a bad Oscar match or a bad Sasha Banks match. Most of the time, it's always. If she's wrestling Nia Jax, which we'll talk about Nia Jax in the a yeah, little bit later. Yeah, that's my best. Actually, I you know for the first time, I might have to say that the main event was my favorite one uh, when I come to think of it. But that was because of Drew McIntyre, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, like they yeah, we'll... they've been booking Drew so damn strong, and even with like them, like because they have like. I'm like you could tell that they're trying to push Roman as like the top guy and everything, but it, it totally makes sense why they're leaning towards him, and it made sense why Drew lost too. But like it, like uh, I think I definitely think that ever since Drew has won the belt, I think he's just added to his prestige within the company it seems like how they're booking him is how they should have booked sometimes it's like how they should have booked Roman because I mean they kind of did it but like also at the same time everybody was so well, sick of Roman yeah, at the time I get it and this is what I because it's like they're they're booking him like his whole character is based around his heritage and see Roman they're going down that path but he's still we we talked about it, and we can talk about it later but um, when we talk about the match, but um, I think with this whole head of the table Samoan shit, that he should have different garb and change his damn theme to be like some Samoan music shit, and or, which I don't even know what that really represents. But you know, I mean, it could be like the same shit that Jus or the Usos came out with, how they did the. I think it's called the battle dance or some. I, I don't remember what they exactly call it in Samoan nature. Like how they came out and did their battle. Well, their original one where they went ooh. Yeah, oh, their original one where they were uh, when they were face usos, where they did that and then it went into their uh, theme music. It's kind of like that. Like you would kind of have that music into it. I'm sure that they could figure something out. I think the main thing is knowing that they still have him with the shield intro that's killing me right now. <laughs> and especially that they haven't changed anything about Roman Reigns thing. Like it still has the big dog thing. It still has Roman Empire and shit. That's what I mean. They haven't really the changed anything. They did that whole thing where he's like the head of the table and the you know, Jay Uso is following him and then they had the Samoan their the relatives give him the lay. And then that's where it ended to me. Yeah, it's like, and at it's least like, with what? Sasha Banks, right? 
at least with Sasha Banks, which were how we're talking about the match, like when she turned heel, right? She turned heel. She changed her hair color, right? Yeah, she yeah. went to blue. Then she went and did the Snoop Dogg remix, and she changed everything, mm-hmm. right? And that's what I, I've talked about several times, how The Miz and fucking Dolph Ziggler needs to change their fucking music and change their fucking thing. It's like Dolph Ziggler now is like a hair metal dude. It just doesn't make no sense for his damn character. I don't even know if he even gives a shit about wrestling anymore. The way that he uh, he is portraying it, you know, yeah, yeah. like how he, how they're just doing whatever with him. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't even give a shit. He's just taking the fucking paycheck, which is granted. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that they're probably paying him a lot of money and letting him do uh, co- a stand up comedy and shit. But like, come on, man, focus up. But at least Sasha Banks. Same with Oscar when they turned heel, how she does the green makeup and shit. I, I wish that she would change it up, though. It would be cool if she was doing, like, her hawk. Uh, I forgot her actual thing, well, where it was, like, super, like, horror-inspired Well, at this makeup. point, she's, like, a flipping face, which so I'm not sure why yeah. she's still doing the green. <laughs> yeah, that's she's what not I'm even, saying. It's, like, she's not even should go back now. to... The green yeah, mist anymore. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, that's why I don't understand why. And like, that's that's the problem when I think about certain and then things. Sasha, like, she's if still you're going to switch the it, blue hair, which yeah, you would have thought she would have switched back now that she's well, seemingly well, I mean, a face. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe she just wants to keep up with blue with blue hair, but I I don't think that she's gonna change her theme song anytime. Oh, neither. But, but I think she if she's heel it. or whatever, I think she's a really good. I wish they would go back to the heel that she was in oh, NXT. Yeah. Because yeah, they should have done that when she was in NXT because but, she's I mean, one of the best uh, heels out there. I mean. Yeah, because again, I definitely think that she's better than when she tore up that spine of that little kid. Yeah, of Izzy. Yeah, Yeah. she even made a career out of Izzy off of that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like Izzy is wrestling now and shit. It's like, come on, man. Like that's how badass pretty much Sasha Banks was, where she pretty much uh, treated this chick like shit. Where she eventually turned—I mean, grant, uh, granted, <coughs> some of it could have been from Bailey too, but like you know, like a mixture of both. You know that uh, like she was just showing up at the NXT shows all the time, and she was like a huge mark for Bailey. But still, I mean, I don't think it would have been the same if she didn't get her uh, shit ripped up in that damn pay per view. No, and like I said, so, that's a heel move like you don't see that very often and for for a yeah especially now female to do it uh she just needs to keep doing it Uh, like once again i've been seeing uh other stuff i mean i think the heels in AEW are a little bit they kind of do a little bit worse shit but i mean like mostly because they're allowed to knowing that i'm like it seems like knowing that wwe is a publicly traded company now they're trying to do like where even the heels ain't even really heels i don't know 
like the, the fucking Seth Rollins thing with the eyeball. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it's just cartoony. It's cartoony bullshit. Yeah. And it doesn't make me fucking think these guys are actually bad well, guys. The minute they went away like, from shut the, the fuck uh, up. Sorry. And the, uh, in the terms of AEW, that's what I like that they're doing that WWE isn't. This whole I can't do blood thing is a crock of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the I'm like it, it kind of makes sense to me why they stopped it, but also at the same time, it doesn't like, make sense for me if, if you want shit to be more realistic. Match, you yeah. Need to cut. I mean, yeah. they've been doing cutting for years, and yeah. the, the fact that you stop it makes it seem fake i mean you know somebody gets busted open oh you would think that be and going hard way is probably worse than fucking cutting well, yeah that's i mean some of those guys were a little bit worse with it anyway but like that's all i'm saying it's like they do a lot of shit that just annoys the fucking shit out of me like with this shit it's like the heels don't even really feel like heels like corbin like, he annoys the shit out of me. Like, especially during the, uh, what's it called? The Team Raw match. It's like he did the same shit, like, that he does in every fucking match. Mm-hmm. He does the end of days and then the deep six, and that was pretty much all he did. Yeah, in I remember match. that's what I was saying about him, and that's the one thing that bugs me about WWE, because I remember, remember we talked about it in our AEW podcast when with John Moxley. When he was Dean Ambrose, he pretty much did the same shit every time he was in the ring. You knew what was going to happen during the match. But as Moxley, you have really no flipping idea what he's going to do. He doesn't even do any of the same moveset that he did. Yeah, he stopped doing the fucking clothesline. And the paradigm shift is totally different. Yeah, I I mean, he still kind of does it. Like about the same way, but it's not as cartoony. Yeah, it's which makes sense. I mean, like especially Miro and stuff like that. He doesn't even say the Moshka thing. He just says "game over," which fits his character. Though then he's like a Twitch streamer and shit now. It totally fits him. Like I loved his podcast on Chris Jericho's thing. I was just listening to it this morning. But anyway, besides yeah, we need to somehow uh, get some wrestlers on ours. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. But, I mean, I think that's going to take a while. Yeah, we'll probably have 500 <laughs> total listens, which is actually quite a bit, actually. But um, Yeah. It's been, like, yeah, I mean, at least somebody's listening and enjoying yeah. it, I'm hoping. It'd be nice if we had but, analytics. Uh, but, anyways, let's talk about that outside yeah. of the podcast. But, um, yeah. But uh, what's it called? I guess I'll talk about the Team Raw uh, ladies match, which was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because I, I had well, a feeling it was You remember happen. we talked about it at the beginning of the match that I said, with the way they're spinning this, Lana's going to win this thing and she's never going to really be in the match. And it was funny that, oh, yeah. that it actually ended up being that way. Um, I mean, I, had a, I don't think they were thinking... Okay, like uh, how they were showing that nine times she was put through a table and shit. I don't think that they booked it for Survivor Series, at, at least at first. I think that they were like, oh yeah, put Lawner through a table. I think they were thinking at first, 
was that they were going to have Nia Jax just Samoa Samoan drop somebody in the table, right? And then it just like have her do it once a week, right? Just take anybody that she's wrestling with or find somebody and then put her through the damn table, Mm -hmm. right? And then it just ended up being Lana every time. I don't think that they actually thought it through. And then they just came up and and they were like, oh, well, let's have Lana be the last survivor of the match. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying they kind of foreshadowed it. They said, we're not going to tag her in. I think it was earlier in Survivor Series they were... It was like one of those cutscenes where they. Oh yeah, one of the matches before yeah. it. Yeah, I think it was like the second to last match or, or whatever. I think it was around the tag team match actually. But uh, when but happened. you know, I thought it would have been actually better to continue the, the Nia Jax table thing, even though they had done it ten times already or whatever. That that would be. Oh yeah, like if like, if she would have if she would have been pissed off and she would have put her through a table again, like it would have made sense. Yeah, like, that's how she won. She was like, that yeah, I'm the survivor, and then she came and dropped her on the uh, announcement. Oh no, table. actually, yeah. what I was talking about was that she would have done that at some point, like when they went down the path of when Lana tagged her. Oh, like during yeah. the match, you're talking, and then. About? Naya got pissed and put her through the table again because she didn't. She tagged herself in, and then she like oh, stayed, okay. stayed out and ended up being the last survivor. Yeah, she was, she was out yeah. the whole time, and then they got encountered encountered Naya Jax and Bianca Belair yeah. out mm-hmm. again. And then she wakes up, and they're like, "Yeah, she wins," and she's like struggling to get up. She's like. What man? What? And have the same reaction that she yeah, had, but, but I think it would have actually tied into even yeah. what they were doing, you know, over the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, you know, everybody else. I mean, it's it's funny how this match went. That I mean, Lana was the only face out of that whole entire team. Like, I mean, I thought at one point they were pushing Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax's uh, face team. Because it looked like they're <clears throat> either that or they were turning Shayna to be a tweener, yeah. you know. And then just Nia Jax was kind of like what that I way. felt more. But like so the, then they with went, the whole, yeah, like especially where they beat Sasha and Bailey, I thought that they were kind of like pushing them as. But it faces. wasn't only that. I felt the more the tweener thing because of the whole. I don't know if you remember, like when they would do. I don't know if it's called raw talk or whatever those things with uh oh yeah how she was talking with our truth and shit talking about because she was kind of doing face kind of stuff during those yeah interviews and i think that was starting to get her over too with uh, joking with fucking our truth and shit i mean not like a bunch of people watch it but i'm sure if it was up on youtube or something probably more people watch it but uh, what's it called? Like that's why I thought it was funny how they got double DQ'd and all that stuff. Even Peyton Royce, I thought was funny how she beat Bailey, and of course Bailey's like, "Oh, I'm Team Captain, I'm Team Captain," and then she's the first one eliminated. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I we had talked about that watching it last night was that um she would probably be the first one eliminated out of anyone because. Of- 
See, man, that would have been funny too, as if uh, Natalia like got eliminated by Lana too. But I mean, like I could tell that they were the trying only problem to do. I'm seeing lately, and I think we talked about it last night with WWE, is how predictable they are right now. It's like literally oh, yeah. you could see a match and figure out pretty much how it's going to go because they don't really change their way of doing things. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why they said, like, during uh, the how they do creative is flawed because they end up having people that are doing storylines that aren't really tailored towards the character. So the the stuff that they do for the character seems out of like uh, out of touch because they're doing and they can't be like, hey, who's your character? This and that, and try to tailor it around the character. They're making the character tailored around yep. the story. And that's, and that's that what I'm noticing. And I think that's where they're mm-hmm. fucking up. And that's why it's not like they can't different just be stuff. like, hey, like what they're. With the yeah. way they're doing things is, like yeah. I said, you know, we can talk about that before. But Moxley is a good example. Like, if they they could have done the same thing with him in WWE, and it would have been totally believable because the way, especially when they tie in, you know, like the WWE Network stuff when they talk to him, like when they did Stone Cold or Broken Skull sessions when. Dean Ambrose or John Moxley was on it. They could have easily incorporated the way he was on that podcast into, into his, his character, character, and they yeah. didn't do it. But you could see Moxley playing his day in that podcast. Uh, oh yeah, well, especially knowing that Austin was talking about like him not showing the fire and shit like that, and and it was like you could tell that he was uh, he was like. Dude, I've been mm-hmm. trying. I've been trying, but then they I could only do so much. <laughs> you know, and that's the type of shit where it's like you see like somebody's point of view, especially when it changes. Like, think about Brody Lee. His shit totally like fucking like you could see like in six months if they book it right, he could go for the world title against Moxley or whoever and win it you know they would probably book him high like in there which they would never fucking do in wwe which is beyond but sometimes me i think because too with that is because wwe's roster is so huge that it's kind of yeah. hard i could see where it's difficult for them to like pick out like Brody leo get lost or luke harper in that instance because you know, oh yeah, like with, Rowan, you know, with yeah. Rowan, honestly, between the two of them, there wasn't a lot of difference, you know, and and oh uh, yeah, you know, and then you've got Bray Wyatt, also that, okay, between the three of them, who are you gonna push first? Obviously, it was Bray Wyatt, right? Yeah. Um, yep. And they didn't really, and that's the main thing was with like Bray Wyatt, they always had him talking, right? So, like, Luke and Rowan never really got a chance to talk, really. I mean, like, at one point, Harper was able to. I think it was around the time when he got the Intercontinental belt. They kind of, like, let him have a couple of promos and shit. Yeah. Uh, But, like, I don't get, 
like some of the, uh, it's just beyond me. Like it's just disappointing too. And it's like at least they're finally doing something with Drew, and hopefully they do something with like it would be nice. And like I don't know who. Uh, I guess we might as well start talking about that match, which the match was pretty good. I mean, compared to like the other matches, I still like the tag team match better and stuff like that. But like the main thing with Drew and stuff like that, which is th- and thank God they actually let him like defend it and shit. Like even doing the Royal Rumble and all that stuff, everything made sense why he won, why he uh, beat Brock Lesnar too. Like it's like everything that they should have did with fucking Shinsuke. <laughs> they should have never had the damn title on Gender. <laughs> oh yeah, but I think Gender was an in between guy, and Shinsuke wasn't. And and again, I yeah. think Shinsuke's got the right. same kind of problem that Asuka does because the promos aren't because of their English issue you know the promos aren't the greatest Mm -hmm. you know and I think that's at least that's what I feel like Asuka I have a hard time listening to her because it's a hard time understanding her and Shinsuke is kind of the same way he's like you know um, but that's where I thought the perfect move when when they go heel is to speak in the other language, not even talk in English, because that's a English move yeah. by itself. And that's do, what I do like that Asuka does. Shinsuke, I don't think, really does it. He just talks. Well, they don't even well, really give him a chance yeah. to anymore. But that's anymore what I'm saying, now. and I think that's one of the biggest issues with him. It's not his wrestling, obviously, but I think it's the fact he can't cut a promo. Or it's not necessarily that he can't cut one. It's not. There's not many words. I mean, I think he could do better than Oscar can when it comes to cutting a promo. But also at the same time, I don't think he really needs to. That's the well, thing. You kind of almost Shinsuke, always have to cut like, a promo though when you're a champ. I mean, well, see, that like, is true. I think the main thing was with, with him doing the shit with uh, what's it called with a gender. Was that they made him look but like the a funny? Fool. Yeah, the funny part. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree with that. But the funny thing is with uh, Drew McIntyre is they're doing with Drew McIntyre what I think, and we talked about it earlier with the way Roman should be booked, but at this with his heritage stuff. But it's funny that when they first brought him in, how he was like Dolph's lackey, and that it's like yeah. that really kind of didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Because of how big he was and how nope. different of a guy he was versus the way he was. Especially how you know? much his uh, shit is totally different now, right? Like, uh, ever since he left and he was doing the indie scene and then he got bigger and then he did, like, he changed how his character was. Because at one point, like, uh, when his first run was, right, when he was doing the Chosen One thing and gimmick and all that stuff, like it, it's night and day between then mm-hmm. and now. Even though this theme song was uh, awesome, but uh, what's it called? It's like night and day. Like especially with him being a heel, you like, uh, like that's the main thing about him being a heel is that you wanted to hate him because he did it did fucked up shit. Yeah, right. 
I mean, to a degree. I mean, they didn't let him, like, uh, break somebody's arm or something like that. But, like, still. I mean, it's like Braun Strowman, like, pretty much uh, dropping girders and shit on top of somebody or flipping damn buses yeah. and shit. I think that's one one of the main reasons why uh, Romans and Braun Strowman's fucking feud was so good. Like, uh, I think that's the best thing that Roman did the whole time when yeah. it was a face was that feud with Braun. Like, not even like the fucking cockamamie bullshit with him and fucking Bron- uh, Brock, where I talked about it during the pay per view, where I was talking about, oh, no, it's my title. No, it's my title. That was the dumbest thing that they could have done for him. If you're trying to make him look legitimate, why is he fighting? over a belt that he's going to be fighting or like actually wrestling with this dude in like a week. Why are you playing tug of war with the damn belt? It's like beyond fucking me. How stupid that shit was. And then the suffering to suck son and all that. Yeah. Shit like I said, they did a weird that, thing with Roman what, for a while there that didn't make sense. Yeah. They did a lot yeah. of shit. I think that's one reason why. And they haven't done that with McIntyre. And I don't know because if they kept giving, yeah, they never did McIntyre that shit with him. They always himself. played him like what, legit. I feel a lot of the stuff that McIntyre did helped, like with the whole three. Some of those promos he cut. Um, oh yeah, like where, especially when he went into like yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah. It's like you only give a shit about yourself, and that's like a lot of shit that probably a lot of people in the back yeah. probably wanted to say. Because I'm sure that that's how fucking Randy One, Orton is. Talk- is that he probably cares about WWE, but he probably doesn't give a shit about barely. Well, yeah, and you would remember when McIntyre would talk about the crowd, though, and that's one thing that a lot of promos or wrestlers cutting promos don't do. Like back when he was coming up, he would talk about the people in the crowd, and he still kind of does it. Like even in the Thunderdome, he'll say stuff to the crowd as he's talking. I don't know if you, like, even when he's not on the mic, yeah. he'll act like they're still in the arena. And, and, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, those are face moves, but at the same time, you know, it's funny that he was able to, to do that. Um, considering he was basically he came in as a freaking, uh, heel with Dolph and was able to, to shift yeah. it to become a face. And really, what drove that was, the funny thing is, is him beating Brock. I mean, the fact that he, the, the fact yeah. that he did that was what basically drove him to be a face. He didn't really have to do anything outside of that. Oh yeah, especially when he kicked it. I think really when he kicked him over the well, road. I remember and the pop that he got for doing I think that. that was it the was main like, thing. Jeez, that's yeah. all he had to do. Yeah. And it's funny that you think about it. Like, how much did Roman really have to do? I think Roman, with the way they booked him over the years, he had to become a heel. Like, there was no... Because yeah. I think people got tired of him being a face and getting everything. I mean, the funny thing is he's still getting everything Yeah. now, uh, even after being out for a while. Um, but yeah. people will get to hate so, him, though. But, like, he's done the best work that he's done Promo wise, now, 
Especially, I fucking. Well, you know what the funny thing is, is, though, with that? Probably because it just sounds I so think it's fucking the fact that there's no crowd, though. In the ring. People hear him just talking, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like, you hear what he's saying in the ring. Like, yeah. normally, you wouldn't even be able to hear that. And I think that's. I think that's something yeah. that's driven that is the fact that right now the, the COVID stuff, he's doing those, he's cutting these promos kind of thing in the ring at, during the rest yeah. during the match. Yeah. That's one, that's one of the main things of what yeah. I'm enjoying about it is like hearing him fucking talk. Like when he said number two last time. And then it's like, oh, this is the fourth quarter. Drew number and, and two. It, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. Fuck, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> that's so good because it makes sense for his character, right? Like the whole time, everybody's been j- I'm tired of fucking Roman getting everything, right? And now he's just like, I'm the head of the table. I'm like, uh, uh like yeah. I deserve everything. And it was perfect I last night too with the way they really? booked Drew because yeah. he, he he basically had yeah. to get his ass whooped to lose. And because, I mean, yeah, we talked about it last night. Roman typically all he has to do is land a spear and that's it. He had, was it, it was either easily two. It might've been three, but I'm pretty sure it was two. And then a couple of Superman punches. Uh, and then, and then well, he had to three. be submitted with the guillotine. Out of I mean, two. so it's like he literally kicked yeah. out of everything else. So it made him pretty, you know. Yeah. And it was like all of the shit that happened at one point. It was like he got low blowed. I think he got speared first or something. And then he went to go do the yeah. claymore and kick, even I with think, the, or something and even like with that. The and, then, and then he got low blowed. And he got kicked in the face. And he got speared or Superman punched. And then he got the guillotine on him. And, and yeah, then I mean, it was out. And then it was like, well, yeah. And then with it. that, Jey Uso had to help to actually get Roman to win. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like, so, I mean, they made Drew look mighty strong last night. And then I especially, I especially loved what he said when he was up at the ramp and he was like, I'll come with that. Uh, I'll come for that one mm-hmm. when I want to. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, yeah. that is fucking good." That's like shit that he should be doing. And I knew that he could do this shit if he wanted to. That they should have done this mm-hmm. shit like three years ago, three or four years ago. Anyway. What the fuck, man? It's like, uh, uh, yeah, like this is some of the only thing that I think they should oh, do is yeah. change his fucking. Well, yeah, we keep talking about that. Music. It's like. Like, yeah, that's the main that, thing. You know, if they just fucking change her hair, shit. at least, and her, I mean, they well, could have did the same thing. She cut her hair off and then this... got rid of the yeah. balloons. And... Oh, yeah, and then just hit the uh balloon animals. Or I mean, whatever. You know, you that's where or it's weird whatever, that Roman hasn't heads. done the same thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they could also do it if they're trying to change the music yeah. where people know that it's him. Just start the and then and then it goes out yeah. and then it goes into this shit. Or he's like, or it does like din it din it, and then he's like, I'm the head of the table, and then it goes straight into his new theme. And then they only have mm-hmm. to do that once, right? 
And then after that, then just do the whole, I'm the head of the table. And then go down to the ring. It makes total sense. But, I mean, even at least they fixed Keith Lee's fucking ring entrance. I had to say that shit, too. Because I don't don't know when they fixed it. It it might have been that pay-per-view. Because I don't remember it being different even on Raw. But I don't know. But sometimes I don't pay attention to all that stuff. But definitely that... I mean, it's mm-hmm. still not as good as the original one, right? With the Baskiner's glory, that one's still like my fucking top fave. But still, the other one, the new one, is a lot better than the fucking yeah. piece of shit theme that they gave him. <laughs> I can't get the CFO's shit on yeah, there, so, so we let's get talk away about from the it. final farewell. Okay. I mean, since that was like the the whole. Oh yeah. That was like super, super, super a long time, which I figured they they were gonna do a lot of shit for the, the weird part to me. And, anyway. I and I think we kind of talked about it last night. Was what was the point of bringing everybody out at the beginning to just not have them there after? I, yeah, <laughs> like, that's why like, I thought that that was kind of weird. Hey, this is for the people that's here for his thing, and then they cut to the video, yeah. and it's just Undertaker, and they don't talk about like how awesome yeah, they, he is or whatever. It, no, I came out. Yeah, it almost would have made more sense goodbye. for them to have a vignette what? or a vignette where they were talking about him at the beginning versus bringing him out to like. Yeah, like that would have probably made more sense to have all them in a video packet or in the video package and have them. Waste the fucking 15 minutes well, for guys. everybody to come out yeah. to the ring, especially Kane. Kane yeah. was the only one that dressed up and he was only yeah. there for five minutes. What the fuck? And then, of course, like the whole thing, you would have thought that like Undertaker would have said, like, I mean, granted, it was to the point, really. Well, it followed, uh, his, so it, like it followed he didn't really have to say much, but it was like, huh? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, but like, also at the same time, I was hoping that it was going to be like an Edge promo or whatever, and kind of like to that, kind of where he broke the fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, but a you know, bit, Undertaker's not even like that. Like, yeah, I mean, that's... yeah, I know, yeah, he still wants to do yeah. kayfabe. If you watch shit, the, I get um, that, yeah, the Broken Skull sessions, he even had a hard time doing it then, and so, yeah, it's... yeah. He was talking about that. He was like, and like on Hot Ones, he was on Hot Ones promoting the uh, Survivor Series. And he was talking about. It. He was like, "Dude, it's like so fu- um, like hard for me to do this shit." And he's like, "Oh, what else is it gonna be? I mean, I'm retired. I might as well." And then he's like, and then he's like, still the old. Well, yeah, and that's where like, no. you know, if you watch that, <laughs> they they talked about like with the fact that, or even in the. There was a thing chronicling him. Oh, when I watched the last ride, that was I watched like the first episode of it, and in that, people knew that he was basically near the end because he had camera crews following him around, which wasn't normally standard for him. So, oh, yeah. you know, he was normally one to yeah. stay out of the out of that. And the fact that it was interesting to watch the though, dude, because like shit, I yeah. didn't know. Like, I knew he had a concussion, but when he was talking about it, the fact that he doesn't remember that day at all, like, even today, he doesn't remember. Like, he remembers Damn. from 
Yeah, I yeah. think I watched the first. He remembered episode, from like three o'clock that day, that and that's it. Like he doesn't remember the match. He doesn't remember any of that. So, damn. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised. But he doesn't even know when he got Lester the concussion. Like up. he doesn't know when it actually happened. Um, during yeah. The- well, I mean, uh, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you would anyway. I mean, like, that's the main thing. Especially it seemed like it was a very, very rough concussion anyway. It was because it looked like it could have been anything. It could have been yeah. any of the German suplexes he put him in. But, yeah, yeah. so, I it mean, from been that standpoint, anytime. his promo was like his normal one. It was it was short and succinct. Yeah. And he basically, it ended, the way he ended it was the fact it was time for him to rest in peace, which was actually a good... Uh, cut and then the hologram yeah. of Paul Bear, yeah, was a nice touch too. I thought that was cool, but the Tesla thing I forgot well, the what they call it, it's like a Tesla yeah. machine or something like that. But yeah, or, yeah the theme Tesla was actually coils, a nice, yeah. uh, an I interesting thing. Too. How they fucking did his theme, I was like, which yeah, is I again, it's funny as the they, they probably did. could not have done that if we weren't in the environment we were in. Yeah. Oh yeah, if it was live same thing with all something. the fire, obviously, yeah. and that was another thing you talked about too. Oh right? yeah, all the fire. Uh, the broken skull sessions was the time he got burnt uh, at elimination chamber. Oh yeah, like, I was like, you yeah. better not fucking set that shit yeah. off like next to me again. I'll punch you out. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't know the fair uh, the final farewell thing was kind of I definitely uh, I could see why they left it in well, but like I don't know I think, like I've, I think it's mostly a combination of me I I was kind of fine yeah but I mean like I think I was ready for oh, him to retire well, like three years ago well, or even after the end of an era well match, he talked about that, that during like uh, the it. broken skull sessions uh when i watched it well yeah it was he didn't feel like, back he, in like he didn't like the fact that well for one he didn't want to lose to brock the streak he thought it would have been better for roman because yeah. Brock didn't need it um uh to and then he didn't yeah. When he came and he wrestled Roman after that, that, he didn't but... like that match, and he didn't want to end his career on that match because it was one of the worst ones he had, in his mind, oh, felt yeah. that he had done. Well, it's mostly the fucking botch where they were doing the tombstone part, which I don't know if it's like because of Roman's fault or Undertaker's fault or... If anything, it's probably Roman because he probably just ain't. He he, he looks like he yeah. might be a strong dude, he's, but I don't think he's strong like Cesaro. Like I was dudes. telling you, like I think Braun is easily. Yeah, well, that's Braun what I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's guy in WWE, and you can tell, like he lifts these guys up, like. Well, well, other than Cesaro, well, Cesaro's strong, Cesaro's but he's not as strong as Braun. Strong, but There's, I mean, I mean yeah. the stuff Braun does, he lifts. His, Big Joker. Well, I mean, yeah, like he's easy. also got like I don't know how many. Oh, I know, many but I'm just saying he lifts too. these guys like they're easy to lift, and these guys weigh some of these guys weigh two fifty, three hundred pounds, yeah. and he's lifting. 
Yeah, especially like yeah, when I mean, he lifted like up. You Otis. can look at Roman. <laughs> Roman struggles when he lifts some bigger guys up. And you can tell because he doesn't get them all the yeah. way up. Like on a suplex, he'll get them most of the way up, but not all the way. Like they'll be kind of bent. So, yeah, I don't think he's that strong. And he's really mm-hmm. not all that muscular, really. I mean, he's muscular, but he's not like massive. Like, I mean, Ron is. Yeah, if anything, he's very big. lean. That's it's why like, I don't. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a lot bigger. Yeah, than it's like... he, uh, was too. Like, yeah, look at him when he was in the black sheep part of the Bray Wy- um, the Wyatt family, and see him now. Well, not only that, totally if you remember, he shredded. was part of Adam Rose's. What do you call it? And he was like kind of chubby oh, now. Yeah, like, and he. He was, but he's leaned out. He's starting to lean out like crazy, like where you can see his abs and stuff. Anyways, I think um, we're probably going. <laughs> yeah, we're going off on tangents, but uh, yeah, it was it was good. Definitely a good, pay, uh, really good pay per view. I think uh, I don't know. Maybe one of these days we'll end up doing a pay per view where we talk about or a. Uh, podcast where we talk about our yeah well we'll do that probably year, maybe. near the end of the year right here coming up yeah yeah that's what i would figure yeah like that'll probably be one of our last podcasts or some shit like unless it depends on where the pot of uh, the what's well, uh, tlc December right is. December yeah i mean that could probably be in the middle of the uh, middle of the month anyway well we've so, got I mean, takeover on december be the 6th last one. and then but uh, uh which we're gonna do the live the walk along yeah, we're hoping to do a live stream and then uh december 20th oh, is tlc me. so which i'm not looking forward to that one at all because it's gonna be they need to stop doing these damn gimmick matches how yeah. many times have i had to say it <laughs> They definitely need to fucking stop with that shit uh, because it's not fucking helping anybody. I mean, like, you don't need to have a hardcore mm-hmm. match every single fucking thing. I mean, like, <sighs> how about you just do a regular pay-per-view or, like, the old pay-per-views or come up with, like, old names or some shit where it's not the same stupid-ass pay-per-views. Like, Halloween Havoc made sense with them doing it on takeover and stuff like that but like also at the same time i would much rather them do that on during halloween instead of hell in a cell but anyway uh, might as well wrap it up okay so what's it called if you guys enjoyed any of the pot on like all the podcasts and stuff like that uh thank you for enjoying it to this (laughs) end of the podcast and uh we (laughs) yeah i know sounded so dumb but whatever and uh, if you want to follow us for more stuff, like we just did a, another Scream Creeps episode where we were talking about Annabelle creation. We're going to probably, like, uh, we had a family, emer- or one of us, Joe, had a family emergency, so we couldn't do Sci-Fi Graveyard, which hopefully I think yeah, we're really depend on next week yeah. sometime, mm-hmm. if everything permits. But uh, what's it called? If you like any of this stuff, and if you uh, if you go to theheartofgeek.com, you can uh, fo- watch all of our content on there. We got YouTube videos and more podcasts and all sorts of shit on there. And then any of our social medias, Twitch, uh, 
Instagram, all that stuff is the Heart of Geek. And then Twitch is actually Heart of Geek. I think I've added Twitch in there, but whatever. Like, yeah, and uh, for that, I guess we will talk yeah, to you. Yeah, which will be then, what? Uh, the, the end the of this week? Podcast. Are we going to do an AEW one? Uh, we should. So. I mean, like, it's been a while anyway. So, for that, I guess we will see you guys on, like, right. probably, like, Thursday or some shit. Bye.